You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tonight on The Cooligans, we are going to discuss uh, what's going on. The world outside is obviously very scary. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about it and how it's affecting soccer. And we're going to talk about what soccer can do to change and what's happening. And also MLS is back. So we do talk about that as well. Uh, that and more today on The Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris. And Allie Krieger. And you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians. The Cooligan <laughs> bitch. Yeah, baby. Yes, yeah. baby. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel right to yell right now uh, uh, with excitement. You know, I, I, I agree. Um, so, you, you know, this is definitely, uh, you know, going to feel a little bit more of a, like more of a muted episode. But, right. you know, it, it's not it's not going to lack enthusiasm. No, look, I mean, the question becomes, well, first of all, you know, what are you listening to? Right. You're probably wondering, <laughs> what are you even watching? Uh, we are, uh, you know, we are the Cooligans. This is Living Room FC. Um, yes, uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right, we are your favorite comedians that host the most serious soccer show that you yeah. have ever seen. On there is television. no laughing aloud on this show. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's hopefully the funniest and hopefully the gulliest, uh, in and in, in the way we mean it, uh, which is you know being brave and standing up for what you believe in, uh, which was probably just a great segue into what's happening in the world today. Um, look, I mean, unless you just woke up out of a coma and someone put this show on television and you have no idea what's happening in the world. Uh, it's, it's going through a bit of a rough period right now. And a lot of things are coming up to a head that have deserved to come to a head for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, you know, a, a pretty stressful, uh, few days. Um, and months at this point, because it seems like one thing after another, yeah, just, you know what? We thought we thought the 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 quarantine was going to test us, you know, and really right. test our limits. Uh but 2020 was like, "Nah, fam. Right. Uh, I got a little something extra for you." 2020 was like, "Oh, look, I found something <laughs> else in my pocket." And we're like, "No! 2020." You just, know, it, remind, it reminds me of um the the Bad Bunny, the Instagram story that he did when he was uh, uh right I like kind of it was like week one, maybe it was like day two of quarantine. And he was just like, uh, he said, "2021, uh, ven pronto." And he way too early. Yeah, but that has become the soundtrack of yeah, the rest he, of the year. He he did a premature, yeah, uh, you know, uh, yell for the end of 2020. If anything, he saw the future. <laughs> is what I and I, speaking honestly, Bad Bunny might be able to tell the future. <laughs> To be completely honest with you, he's at a botanica right now buying candles and statues yeah. of saints you've never heard of. So look, obviously we are we are stand up comedians. We uh, host a a comedy show about soccer. Two things that don't exist right now: soccer <laughs> and stand up comedy. Look, and, look at us, and, couple of blockbusters. <laughs> but look, and we're we're this is going to be an interesting uh, you know uh, next couple minutes next you know, whatever, 48 minutes of television, uh, because we're going to try to one, uh, you know, uh, talk about what exactly what's going on, how we feel about it, and how it's affecting affecting the soccer community. Because the soccer community uh, specifically has uh, 
done a lot. It's been pretty incredible when it comes to um, protesting, activism, helping clean up, uh, looting, the, the players themselves speaking out. In sports in general, the when it comes to athletes speaking out, white athletes speaking out, every of every race speaking out, uh, brands speaking out. It's, it's kind of insane. I, I've never seen... Uh, such a uh, f- quick and, and just incredibly fast impact to uh, to affect some sort of change. And, and, and you know, uh, people can agree or not agree, uh, you know, when it comes to riots and looting and, and, and those things that nobody supports. But it's this weird thing of like, man, people are listening for the first time in a very long time. And also there's also like a sense of, you know, racial injustice, I always think, is such a weighted topic, but injustice isn't, right? Like, injustice is something where people are like, well, no, just I hear that, and obviously that's wrong, right? There should be no injustice, there should be justice, racial injustice. And there's a segment of the population who's like, well, I'm just not convinced. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what? That first word, that first word, it's I throwing really... me off for a reason, <laughs> and it's making me second guess. Why that's you mud- how much I hate that second word? Why are you muddying the waters, <laughs> right? <laughs> and when I'm just trying to talk about the law, uh, right? No, no, no. We were talking about the law. I was with it, but now you've added this other thing. And to me, it's like brands should always, and it's important for us as comedians who have a show and, and are a partnership called the Cooligans. It's important for me that people know like, Whoa, like we support you as human beings and we support, uh, you know, justice and, and, and equality that that's significant. Somebody gave us credit once for treating women's soccer as equal to men's it's like, yeah, cause it's soccer. You know what I mean? And it's like, we're, we're, we try to help soccer in the world, but we're human beings. Christian and I, are regular human beings. And, you know, I look at what we do and I struggle to think, does somebody need to see this show? And I hope that, you know, over the next few minutes or over the next time you spend with us here, that maybe we can take your mind off of it a little bit. And maybe we could relieve some of the just overwhelming piling on, not letting go more people showing up stress that, it's constantly been this year. You know, we've we've made a point to be like, no, we're going to continue to do the show from our living room because that's who we are. You know what I mean? We're we want to we want to show you, even though there is no soccer, we want to show you that there's still fun to be had and there's still a good time. You know, a lot of that's been called into question, but we're trying our hardest to sort of give you something that alleviates something, anything. You know, yeah. it can't just be the booze. You know what I mean? <laughs> it can't be that pile of edibles you've had in your drawer for months. Hey, don't tell me how to self-medicate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I found these pills that expired in 1986 <laughs> in my grandmother's cupboard. Well, let's see what fermentation does. You know, I, to be honest. Grandma was uh, always happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, she had both her knees replaced at the same time. Whatever this is, is high grade. Uh, you know, like for uh, for me. As as a Latino and specifically speaking, a, a mostly white passing Latino, you know, I I grew up in a certain way where I've seen injustice and I've seen how evil, you know, being sort of profile can be. But I'll never rate my experience to someone who's who walks out of the house and immediately, regardless of how they're dressed, regardless of what they say, regardless of what they do, regardless of what education they do or don't have, not that it matters, but any of those things matter. But regardless of that, they're treated the same way, which is despicably. And that's, that's horrific. So like, where do we get off 
making jokes about the situation. We, we don't, you know, uh, if we haven't said it before, we'll continue to say, it cause we have. And if you haven't seen us or heard us say it, justice should be, should be brought upon those who deserve it in this situation. I feel horrible, uh, that, that, um, George Floyd had to pass away the way he did, but also I feel bad for everyone who came before him and everyone's going to come after him because this is horrific and this is horrendous. And yeah, look, when, when we come back, uh, from break, uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to try to give a little bit of our experience or explain what the soccer, how the soccer world has handled it. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, I don't want anyone to sit here and think like, Oh, these two guys are going to joke around and make a couple of jokey jokes about the situation. There's nothing funny about it. And honestly, thank God stand up doesn't exist right now. Cause I would hate to hear what some people have to say about this. Try to make a joke out of it. Oh yeah. There'll be, uh, some interesting bits. Yeah. Uh, uh, but f- yeah, for the, couple for the green most room part- scuffles, you know what I mean? Because I don't <laughs> exactly. There's a, uh, a, a, an interesting thing that's been happening. Uh, I think when we talk about, uh, people finally speaking out and listening and people who are, are, are not black and people in the soccer community, players, uh, whoever uh showing that kind of support it is great but then i think what's kind of happening is uh there's there seems to be a uh, you hope people are learning uh but there seems to be an a, a lack of an acknowledgement over either hypocrisy or past kind of mistakes and one of them is like leonardo bonucci uh from from juventus who posted the uh you know the the blackout Tuesday thing, the just the, the black square. Uh, and if you remember uh, in the past, Moise Keane, who played for Juventus, he was there last season. Uh, he he was dealing, especially in Italy, how common is it for black players to hear monkey chants and, and just deal with racism, things thrown at them. Uh, and Bonucci was one of the one of these people that was like, uh, oh, you know, that he shouldn't basically, you know, basically yeah, he was not, like the fans are wrong. But so was. Yeah. For like yeah. antagonizing yeah. or all How this other dare stuff. you stand in one spot after scoring a goal? <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, the comments, the replies to that tweet were, I mean, chef's kiss. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's been a, uh, uh, you know, wh- wh- like as far as finding some sort of um, levity in all this, th- 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 that is some, these are some of the things that we can laugh at uh, it, as, as just the ridiculousness of, of some people. Of like, yo, you don't remember what happened a couple months ago? Yeah, he's uh, like, yo, racism is terrible. Just found out, though. <laughs> okay. Turns out. So, look, everybody, based on my independent research. <laughs> <laughs> let's start counting everything from and right now. Once I hit send. All right, now- so everybody synchronize. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, look, it, it is a... Uh, I think what's important to discuss and what, what what I hope is that that there is a I hope that things don't go back to the way they were, where we 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 sort of look past the the the, the monkey chants or uh, or the the puto chant or or all these things like it's it's easy. Oh, and then I'm not going to say it's easy, but it, there should be an effort made to uh, police ourselves to some degree to to make the person next to you better if they do choose to live their life that way or 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 take some courage and bravery to say like 
I mean, it's weird that it takes courage to be like, hey, uh, Ralph, can you chill out with the monkey chants? Yeah. Uh, we don't really need that right now. Guys, I hate to be a hero here, but let's not be <laughs> racist towards this one person. Can we do that? You, yeah, huh? it feels very logical yeah. uh, to us, but for, for oh, I'm look sure at Mother th- Teresa over here. Doesn't want to do monkey chants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, I, I told you it's all that uh, vegan cheese yeah. you've been having. Oh, my guy has a salad <laughs> once. All of a sudden, he wants to save the world. Huh? I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy because of the monkey chance. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And shouts to clubs like West Bromwich Albion um, or Albion, which put up a uh, we're in this together. It's a black uh, background with white lettering that says we're all together or we're in this together the West Brom logo and somebody responded with pathetic. I'll be getting rid of my season tickets. And the, what is pathetic? The statement we're in this together. <laughs> what did you want? We're like, we're completely separate. So you guys handle it on your own. What did you want? And West Brom to their credit replied with, you won't be missed. Yeah. And you know what the passion that soccer fans feel and the, and sort of the attachment they have to their club is unrivaled in any other sport. And I know that sounds like a cliche, but just watch any sports documentary when it comes to soccer, watch a soccer game, the attachment that the club and the significance of the club to the play, to the fans lives is unrivaled by a long shot in any other sport. There's no one, there's no other sport that has this level of sort of almost like codependency of, of the fan and the club. So for a club to say, you know what? We don't need you shouts to you. Cause a lot of clubs wouldn't have that. Wouldn't have that sort of courage clubs like the Knicks who just haven't said a damn thing. In fact, sent out an email being like, look, I don't think it's really our place. I've never even met a black person. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, if I come across one, I may say something, but eventually, you know, I mostly look at the chest because they're so tall. So I can't make eye contact with a black person and talk to them. So when I do eventually, all I can see is uh, the Knicks logo and their number. Yeah. That's it. And you know, the number, they all add up. We're unified as far as, numbers i think um the the public pressure uh not just to uh you know uh, speak about this stuff uh uh and and to 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 talk about how aberrant it is and 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 the behavior but it really says something when uh the 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 clubs you know the, the the fans are going to be like if you know we've seen it already from a lot of people they say like if my club does not say something i will no longer support it and when it comes to you know it, it's difficult and it, and it's very cynical uh to say but you know they only really care about money and 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 i i'm hoping that the message comes across but this is how you have to affect people financially before they start paying attention to the social issue that you are bringing up. And it's unfair because it's, uh, again, it, it says the thing about, uh, you know, the looting and, and, and the thing. And, and people Until it like, affects your pocket, you're not going to care. Yeah. And look, I, you know, I'm going to catch some flag for what I'm about to say, but just understand that this comes from my personal experience. Growing up in a city like Newark, until, until the certain specific neighborhoods were touched, nobody cared. You know, the neighborhood I grew up in in the North Ward could have been burned to the ground and nobody would have given a shit. And look, I'm not saying nobody would have given a shit, but on a global scale, no one would care. The moment the Ironbound gets touched, which was a majority Portuguese neighborhood, the moment the danger slips into that neighborhood, that's when the police department at that time 
would spring into action and give a shit. That's yeah. when people, when politicians will come out of the woodwork and give a shit. And this is like, it's, I'm, I'm not saying I'm welling up, but I, I remember these things vividly. All right. I grew up towards the end of the crack era and I know, I know what it's like to see schools with teachers just not showing up. I know what it's like to see after schools program programs stripped. I know what it's like to see kids be let out of school with nothing to do, nowhere to go. They feel unsafe at home. They have nothing to do. And until the voice of someone who doesn't, a child cries because they don't know how to say I'm upset. A child screams because they don't know how to say I'm uncomfortable. That doesn't go away until you're much older. A teenager can say they're uncomfortable. They do not know how to express that. So what they do is they go and they, 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 they do whatever their version of screaming is. I did stupid stuff. I did graffiti for a long time. I've been in stolen cars. I did stupid things because I didn't know how to express myself. And that's what's happening. Now, do I think stores should be looted? And do I think that People who live in those neighborhoods should be made to feel unsafe or uncomfortable. Absolutely not. And, and it sucks. But I got to be honest, people aren't people weren't weren't saying anything until some buildings started to burn in Minnesota. People weren't. Oh, it's a bunch of people. Protect. Then, I mean, a lot of people came out and said that what they saw with the George Floyd being murdered was horrific. A lot of people said that. So I'm not saying that. But think about how it wasn't until. People really started to go for it that a lot of politicians and a lot of other people started being like, yo, yo, yo. I didn't see a lot coming out from businesses until that either saying we're behind you, blah, blah, blah. It sometimes needs that. Now, look, I think the point has been made. I hope for the safety of a lot of the people. I've seen a lot of video of New York City that scares me. OK, because there's a lot of people out there that don't know exactly the dangers they're getting themselves into. And there's kids running into these things just trying to get shoes and, and, and pants. And it's like, fam, go home. This is not safe. You know what I mean? It ain't worth yeah. it. A pair of ball mains ain't worth your life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, yeah. It's getting, it's getting to the point where, uh, it, it, it's it beyond the, the, the message or the symbol or, uh, you know, when it comes to, it's okay to be outraged. We all understand that. We know that feeling, we know anger, uh, but it, it has to, uh, at some point, you know, you can't just keep throwing, uh, punches at each other. It has right. to be like, all right, let's discuss why we're upset. And, 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 and it's, it, it is, it, look, it's, it, it's gone too far, you know, that, that, that's, uh, but it, it shouldn't discredit why, why it's happening. That's the frustrating thing. And this is the, the most thing important I'm, thing is what caused this. Exactly. What's this happening now. I'm getting into arguments with, you know, like, my, yeah, my girlfriend is white. She's arguing with her family members uh, who, who have a different uh, uh, worldview. And it's just like, nah, fam, like it, it, we're going to have these. You uncomfortable- can say trash worldview. It's our show. <laughs> this is your show. Your girl's family ain't here. <laughs> they got a trash it, ass worldview because I got I got family members doing the same thing. I also yeah. I married a, a white woman, kind of lightly white. She's Italian from Jersey, you know. <laughs> right? She ain't really a Becky. She's more of a throw a plate at you while you're sleeping because she had a dream that you were cheating on her. Right? So it's a little bit different. <laughs> but, you know what but I you mean? You still shouldn't have done it. I'm, nah, you know? I messed up in her dream, and I will apologize anytime I see her pick up a knife yeah. <laughs> uh, are you honey you sleepwalking again <laughs> you got baby girl <laughs> i whisper in her ear i love you <laughs> i don't know her <laughs> we've, we've been talking a lot about sort of all everything that's been going on in the world uh lately but um one of the things that i do want to make sure we talk about is just how incredible soccer supporters have been and, and we've seen this in you know uh like a lot of the arab spring uh in in remember in turkey when galatasaray and uh fenerbahce or was it besiktas fans came together just you know fans that have been 
battling and rivaling for years uh, come together when it comes to something uh, regarding politics. We're, we're seeing a lot of the same thing in America uh, when it comes to MLS supporters. And it's it's honestly a beautiful thing to see. I mean, MLS supporters, for the for the lack of a better term, are just very very well organized groups. You know, yeah. I mean, when you think of um, uh, soccer supporters in general, if you are if you are in a supporters group, you are a part of something that is well organized. Uh, you it know, sounds like we're talking about a gang. We're not. <laughs> you know, it's well organized. We're watching you. No, <laughs> no it, it is a you know when we've seen it when when we go to uh, the Independent Supporters Council and and meet these people and meet the leaders of. Uh, I mean, it feels a little bit of uh, you know speaking of gangs, but like the, when all the families yeah, meet, the five meet, families the get five together. Families. <laughs> all right, we're talking about organized crime. They are organized, but they are organized it's just that they're not criminals but you know if there was if there was no pandemic and soccer was happening you best believe we'd be seeing a lot of tifos and you best believe we'd be seeing a lot of displays of unity and a lot of that would be led by the supporters groups and and i want to make sure we're not going to sit here and name every one of them but there's a ton and if you if you are a fan or especially a casual fan of soccer in america consider joining one of these supporters groups because what they're doing is absolutely incredible they're organizing food drinks water they're getting together information of places to go pee for supporters to use the bathroom to 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 you know sort of make sure that everyone stays safe and they're organizing calls for to, to politicians to make sure that you know change happens on a political scale and and so on and so forth it's absolutely amazing and it makes me so happy to be a fan of soccer seeing how yeah. so many people are how the level of importance people are placing on something and like this and the great thing is that it's always like that and it it, it isn't just mm-hmm. a uh, because of what's going on uh you know when we went to portland and and hung out um, with uh, with Sheba at, at the the Fan Laden, at the, at the, the Laden and, and hearing about everything that you know. You, you, we all know Timber's Army, but Timber's Army is is uh, 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 you know just part of a bigger organization called 107 is, which is a charity uh, and that that does a lot of things for the, you know they offer scholarships to to for for kids in uh, you know for to play soccer in in, in different places in, in in Portland and things like right. that. So. It's uh, it's it's great to see because there's a uh, it, it, and and you know we're it's inspiring and you know we're we're trying to follow the their lead realistically because they're you know we know people that were tear gassed and yeah. dealing with this stuff on the front lines and the stuff is scary man I'm like on my Instagram stories and and seeing photos and I'm like yeah people I just have hope been these- on the show Mel D Cole got attacked at a store he's a photographer he yeah. was yelling photographer photographer and he straight up got beaten. Without any question being asked by a police officer. Thank God it stopped. I don't know. But he was yelling, photographer, photographer. He's like, stop, stop, photographer. Like, uh, what about the reporter for FC, uh, the beat writer for FC uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Uh, Just got completely taken down as he's crossing as if he's a reporter. Yeah. And he's and he completely gets taken down and arrested. I mean, you know, we're seeing other reporters just get pelted with those pepper guns, which, you know, the pepper pellets, like they're almost like paintballs. Right. Yeah. Um, with with pepper spray in them. We're seeing so many horrific things. But back to the, the purpose of soccer, it's even players, players that we've spoken to that have said, like, sorry, I couldn't reach back out to you. I was out handing water and snacks. And it's especially in Minnesota. This is I hope that. You know, people can start to see like, you know what, maybe we don't need because the leadership isn't coming from the top. Sorry to say, yeah. like you've heard the speeches. It's ridiculous. Let's tear gas players. So I, I mean, let's tear gas fans or the fans. I, I uh, think that might be that, that might be the next thing he does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> just launches, right in the middle, 
He's <laughs> right called National Guard of Orlando for if uh, MLS decides to do it. Uh, but, you know, the peaceful protest is getting tear gas so the guy can take a picture in front of a church. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So to see, hopefully people realize, you know, we can unify ourselves. We don't need it to come from the top. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, th- yeah, it, it's uh, infuriating, and and you see the 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 the, the players themselves. We saw uh, uh, Jaden Sancho uh, out in Germany scoring a goal. Uh, uh, Hakimi also uh, sh- scoring a goal, and and you, uh, under his shirt you see that uh, it says "Justice for George Floyd." How about the dude um, from Much and Gladbach? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Marcus taking Durham, a knee, Durham, uh, yeah. taking a knee. Liverpool with the, the photo, they're all all on one knee uh, at the center of the Chelsea pitch. Chelsea as well. Chelsea made an age for humanity. I mean, it's it's in look, it's 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 so the video is so brutal and so bad and so clear and everyone has seen it that the entire world can't even ignore it like they're normally used to. Yeah. Uh, and where everybody is like, it's you it's embarrassing if you don't respond. And that's the that's the thing that is like. Like, holy, like, we, we've seen other videos. And it's just like, and there's still people that are like, well, what was he doing uh, before that? Yeah. But it's just gotten to the point where, like, the, the, that argument has gotten so absurd and so ridiculous that all your favorite footballers, regardless of color, right. have to say something. Otherwise, they will be scolded by the rest of us. The guy you hope to get in a FIFA Ultimate Team pack, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Has said something, and you're still like, but I don't know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uncles and aunts, fast forward yet again. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, do some uh, clockwork orange and force them to stay in the room <laughs> yeah, and watch. And, uh, <laughs> you're going to listen to these two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but uh, Derek Etienne Jr., obviously, a uh, friend of the show, was just on the show uh, a couple months ago, uh, signed with the Columbus crew, and he posted a very, uh, you know, unfortunate and sad uh uh, but way all too common, unfortunately, as well. Yeah, about getting pulled over twice, uh, twice amid uh, uh, you know amid all the all the protests that are going on in Columbus. We've seen a lot of footage of uh, of, of police just going ham, being absolutely wild and ridiculous. Uh, and and uh, and Derek Etienne talked about getting pulled over twice uh, on the same. I think on the same ride home, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember the exact details, but. Uh, two of the officers on one of the stop uh, said that he looked like he had warrants. Which is, uh, I mean, it's if you don't know as that's leaving your mouth that that's racist, then th- there you probably shouldn't be in a place where you're allowed to stop people in a car. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, I mean, th- there's... Uh, you, I'm glad that he's okay. I'm glad that he is safe uh, and that nothing serious happened. You know, we, we know that just because you are a professional athlete or or whatever, or some celebrity that doesn't like, uh, you know, protect you from necessarily anything. Right. Um, but hearing stuff like this, it is, it's all too common, right? I mean, I've been stopped by police. I've dealt with it. It's like we, I, I've seen so many stories uh, and I'm, and I'm glad that, that people are sharing them and also, so it's resonating with some people because I I, I, I think this this uh, police brutality and all this aggressive use of force is uh, all you hope at the very least is that other white people are like, oh, 
I feel like black. Is this what they're talking been, about? <laughs> is it because they're using police brutality to counter a protest about police brutality? <laughs> Seems counterproductive, but okay, uh, uh, I guess. Yeah. That's like um, that's like uh, protesting diabetes by just eating lard. You know mm, what I mean? That'll teach them. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's I'm, it's ridiculous. I'm eating candy to own the lips. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, you want to take my foot? Get ready for a second one. Uh, it, to me, it's ridiculous. But I look at someone like Derek Etienne Jr. and I think, thank God. Thank God he didn't do what friends I have might have done, which is mouth off. Right. And who knows how that would have happened. And look, I don't think that that equates to him. It should that he should have been mistreated if he did. But I know some of the dudes I grew up with, some of the dudes who I consider friends, some of the dudes you and I share as friends, they might not have had the ability to maybe stand there and maybe be as sort of whatever it is that Derek did at that moment that got him to leave that situation unscathed. Thank God. Yeah, there is. Uh, I mean, when I've been uh, uh, pulled over. Uh, there is a, a a new level of awareness that uh, a fight or flight, uh, you know, every single move, every digit, I'm like, I know where my hands are. I am speaking uh, with uh, with a uh, wild, uh, you know, uh, uh, like just changing my tone, yeah. code Good. switching. Uh, that I did that. You know what I did by mistake? I called the police officer, Your Honor. <laughs> That ass. I took the key out of my ignition and I put it on the roof of my car and I put my wrists on 10 and 2 and my hands were out. And the guy's like, the hell's wrong with you? Why'd you put your keys on the roof? I'm like, I want you to know I'm not going anywhere, Your Honor. And he's like, Your Honor. <laughs> he was like, Bro, your blinkers <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, apologies, uh, Senator. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad, sir. Is it, is it uh, sire? Or is yeah. that what we're using? Esquire? What do we say? What do, you tell me what to say. Like my wife is always like, Why don't you keep the insurance in the glove compartment? I don't keep anything in the glove compartment i'm not leaning <laughs> over to that thing no doubt I, no. I, I, ta I tattoo my information <laughs> on my forehead okay? no. where's <laughs> mine it's on the roof it's laminated <laughs> to the roof of the car so he can, you want to see it? it's there for you buddy don't you dare look my um you know hearing this about derek uh, more more than anything i'm just you know he's a, he's a young guy he's a young guy and i'm I, it's it there's a certain level of uh, of concern and fear uh and I hope that 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 you know I, everybody, the Columbus Crew supporters are also like, you know, it, it hurts them too. And yeah. I, I again, I just hope that that uh, awareness kind of trickles down to say that. The culture of policing is completely flawed, and it needs to change. Because yeah, the the absolute. You know, end of the spectrum is, you know, Derek getting injured or beaten or something like that. But but the microaggression of you look like you have warrants is going to make it even more fearful the next time he is uh, pulled over. Especially in the city that he now calls home. Exactly. Uh, so you, you just want change. And that's all people are asking for. Uh, all right. So we'll be back with more after this. 
Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show so far. Uh, we just want to give you a word from this isn't really a sponsor, but this is we, uh, a great place to donate, I think, uh, in light of everything that's happening. Yeah, there's uh, I mean, a lot of people have uh, just kind of wondered uh, what they can do to help and how, how to support with either the protests or talking about police reform or just getting more informed or uh, anything like that. There's uh, a, a bunch of uh, people doing great work kind of compiling all that information. Uh, and one of them that was uh, really, really great uh, was a, 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 a link. It's called Black, BlackLivesMatters.card.co. With two uh, R's in card. Correct. And uh, uh, so, yeah, again, BlackLivesMatters.card uh, with two R's, dot C-O. Uh, and if you go to our uh, Twitter page, uh, just ask Soccer Cooligans. Uh, it's our pinned tweet. Uh, you can click on it. You can see uh, it's a big resource. It tells you like a lot of different places you can sign petitions, how to text who, and how to text or call, where to donate, even more resources. Exactly, and even information for uh, if you're a protester, what, what to bring with you, what what to what best practices, how to uh, how to stay safe. There's a lot of information there uh, that that I found super useful. Um, there's also uh, another link if you just look at that thread. Um, there's a a, a, a link. Called uh, secure.actblue.com, which is if you want to donate, some people don't know who to donate to. There's a lot of, um, there's just a lot of places that you can help support, and, and it could be overwhelming or confusing. Or uh, you, you don't, don't know how much to give who, you know, or you, don't, or you don't even know if it's real, right? That, that's been another like concern. Um, but this is another uh, great opportunity if you do want to donate, like uh, you can donate to, you make, basically make one donation and it splits it amongst about like 10 different groups. Like, so I'll read them. It's Black Lives Matter Global Network, Reclaim the Block, National Bailout, Black Visions Collective, NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund, the National Police Accountability Project, Color of Change Education Fund, Unicorn Riot, Campaign Zero, Advancement Project, and the Marshall Project. So one donation to act to secure dot act com slash donate slash a b underscore mn which again you could just click on it if you go to our social media but one uh if you go to our twitter i should say if you one donation will split that up amongst all of those different groups so you'll be able to support the entire lot in one chunk which is absolutely amazing exactly so um yeah please do that if uh you know if you know i know a lot of people are uh not in a place to be able to donate but this is why um uh looking at that resource from from you know the card.co link uh, there's other things that you can do. And it's not, if you don't have uh, money at the moment, uh, there's other ways you can help. So uh, I, I encourage everybody to check that out. Uh, and yeah, all we can say is uh, thank you for uh, listening to the show, for supporting, for for protesting, uh, for fighting for what is right and trying to initiate real change in the world. Uh, so we appreciate you. Uh, with that said, let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back, and uh, we are here with some good news. Uh, as we are recording, positive this, news, positive right? news, <laughs> because the All world's right. still crumbling. But <laughs> okay, yeah, this is uh, this is uh, you know similar to John Krasinski's "Some Good News." Uh, this right. is, this will be this part of the show. You know, he uh, sold that for like a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, uh, speaking of good hope- news, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Homie, best news of all." I'm out. <laughs> Y'all. 
I'll figure this shit out. <laughs> um, no, Major League Soccer, uh, we have confirmed, will be making a return. That's uh, right. The the players and the owners, uh, the players agreed to the, the you know the, the the collective bargaining agreement. There were there was a couple iffy um, moments there where we thought we might have a lockout. Yeah, they threatened uh, a lockout. Iffy. I mean, that's yeah. pretty pretty legit. It's like if you don't make for dinner what I want, I'm getting a divorce. That's literally <laughs> what wow, just happened. You're really uh, taking this uh, to a ten. Wow, jeez. <laughs> what movies have you been watching? But I mean, a lockout is pretty drastic but apparently the bluff was called more yeah, negotiations been, happened. a huge mistake and, and if people are not aware of why there was a possibility of mls not returning uh, it was because uh, of uh, you know they had to agree on uh, on the cba which was which weirdly enough was not ratified before the season began especially after how difficult it was to negotiate they should have signed it uh, or right. i don't know why they did not do that they i guess they were they, the plan was to do it in the middle of the season um but like, boy, you know, we'll, we'll handle it later <laughs> let's just get out there didn't really it seems see. important <laughs> it, it, yeah especially with how crazy it was because we didn't even think we would have a, a season this year uh yeah uh, you would have thought that they would have, uh, you know, made that a priority to to do that. But whatever. It is what it is. At we least we figured it out in the end. It seems like we're having a season. Yeah, That's so important. We- and I, I don't know if you guys followed this. Uh, they they tried to add a force majeure into the CBA, which only the Montreal Impact understood what that even meant. Right. They were just like. <laughs> What do you guys think? It's French. It's Thierry. Get over here. Why are they here. throwing these curveballs at us? <laughs> okay. Well, well, then I will add a pero que coño uh, <laughs> to the contract if we're just going to start adding international flair, a little sazon, a little mirepoix in the yeah. contract. Yeah, and, and that uh, clause in particular was uh, kind of the owners wanted uh, a clause pretty much suggesting that if in uh in the following season if uh MLS uh you know stadiums didn't meet certain any market attendance drop below 25% of the last season's attendance yeah if it, if it didn't re- reach the attendance numbers that they that they wanted uh they would they would they could you know basically uh, nullify the CBA uh which is yeah that's when you say that you're already you're you're not coming to the table with uh you know having some good faith negotiations yeah. you're Good will out the window. There's will, (laughs) you know, but the good part. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cute that you all are playing soccer and stuff, but I want my money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. I know we all want to get back, but if one of you looks at me wrong, I'm taking all your money. Can you add that to the contract? I know this is your career and everything you worked for. This is your dream come true. But honestly, if I don't get, you know, those 35 cents back, I'm I'm ending this whole thing. All right. How's how's everyone's family doing? Good. Good. Do you want to see them starve? Because if you don't, then I suggest I get my money. It was a little excessive uh so i'm glad uh so we know now that uh they they you know uh, you can go with the the athletic uh, had reported it uh, MLSPA announced uh, they put out a statement uh, so you can get uh, you can get all the details on the athletic yeah. where, where we saw it announced by the way the and athletic is doing absolute incredible work you exactly know, just uh, insane but we know for sure that uh pretty much by june 24th um all uh, players will start uh, training. Uh, some some players will, uh, you know, some teams will go to Orlando, which is where the tournament will be held. I don't know what the tournament's going to be called. Um, it, it should be an interesting thing. Also, we, we should mention 
the NWSL uh, also announced the, the NWSL uh, Challenge Cup. Uh, right. So we have that as well. So we're going to have a lot of soccer this summer. Uh, Which is incredible. From, from uh, the, the men's and, and women's Although league. Although the NWSL is going to do it in Utah, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it, so it's, both uh, teams, both both leagues going into the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, just, you know, sorry to all our Utah and Florida fans. Sorry. <laughs> I can't believe but, Christian wrote that in the transcript script for me to say <laughs> my, we know. my teleprompter <laughs> yes uh, imagine if there was a teleprompter for this show for Ale- i don't think alexis would know how to read it <laughs> i mean i may be, i may not be able to understand what it says but if i wrote it myself people would be, no one else would understand what it says but i got it no, but uh, exciting um, um, uh, from MLS and NWSL. Uh, at least we know now. Uh, yeah, so by pretty much uh, beginning uh, or mid-July, MLS uh, will be back and they will be playing games. Uh, and, and there's a bunch of different, like, interesting things, details about, uh, you know, for, for like, let's say with NWSL, their agreement said that if players did not want to opt in, they will still get paid, which is great. To see incredible, MLS does, MLS does not have that. No, um, <laughs> MLS but, specifically does not have. That. But they do have a thing uh, that if um, up, you know one of the players, if their partner is pregnant, they do have exemptions, so they yeah. can uh, they can opt out in that way. Um, so at least there is you know again some discussion of, of trying to do this as, as safely as possible. They're going to do similar things to what they did in Germany. A lot of people uh, do know. believe though that those clauses for both leagues are ways for the superstars to not have to go like people do believe that the NWSL put in some sort of parachutes for the uh, like national team players and uh, the whole pregnancy thing is like that's a way for Chicharito to not have to go and because uh, his girl's pregnant like there were all these claws put in there to be like look we, we might not get these well, yeah. DPs oh yeah yeah I mean which yeah. makes uh, sense you know regardless of uh, you know if you're a superstar or not you know it it, it is being away the, the tournament I believe is going to be six weeks uh um, and I, I don't know what it means for, um, you know, what the, the the details of like what, what it means towards the regular season. I know some of the results are going to go towards the regular season. The, 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 are they going to go right into the playoffs? Are they going to end the season pretty much what we normally do? Stuff, stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a look, lot to talk about. And we were talking a little bit earlier in the show about uh, just some of the solidarity that a lot of these soccer players have shown, but also some leagues and some uh, national teams have shown some solidarity. Does it all... Uh, you know, come free of any past grievances. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, some I of think, them are pulling Benucci's. I'm just going to say. <laughs> the, I think the, the main thing, and th- this goes to pretty much, you know, every organization, uh, whether, you know, that, 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 uh, whether it's a national team, whether it, it is a, a league, whether it's a club, uh, we got the receipts. We all got yeah. the receipts. And, and this is not the time to be uh, disingenuous, right? And we were talking uh, earlier a lot about, like, you, whether corporations are putting out statements and all this other stuff but like when their past doesn't really represent what they are kind of putting out right now and one of them you know u.s soccer uh put out their message for like solidarity and and support and what were what were all the comments and the responses is basically megan rapino where was this energy before when megan rapino was kneeling and she was the only yeah. one doing it in soccer yeah. you know yeah. they passed a rule that no one was allowed mls did the same thing by the way uh no one was allowed to kneel uh, during the during the uh, national the national anthem. Now here's the thing, I it would have been worse if they didn't show solidarity in this moment. 
if they would have been worse if they said nothing. Silence is way louder than saying something that has previous grievances. But now it's how honest were you with that show solidarity? What are some of the changes you're going to make? What are some of the things that players have said have gone on or how they felt? that you're oh, going to make changes for. Th- this could be the time for, a, 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 you know, some uh, cleansing and saying, uh, hey, this is where we messed up. We shouldn't have done this. We shouldn't have introduced this rule uh, mm-hmm. that the players couldn't kneel. I mean, like now everybody's, you know, uh, you know, obviously saying like, oh, you know, Colin Kaepernick, tried it and he was he was doing exactly the peaceful protest that you wanted right you were listening and not everybody wants Kaepernick they want him on their on their shows and please talk about this because to to to, to do a a big fat I told you so kind of thing and it's like nah we're not he's not interested in doing that right now because it's obvious so the hypocrisy is is pretty absurd and and not only it would be nice to yeah it's nice to see the 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 solidarity but it it is the so don't don't forget that U.S. soccer has new leadership, right? Yeah. This is a real chance. This is an absolute opportunity to show the world that those words and that show of solidarity wasn't hollow. And I, just I, hope that, I, I do believe I, look, that there's an opportunity here to change what happened in the past. I just hope their messaging towards uh Black people is a little bit better than their messaging towards women. Uh, so because they have a they they have a recent bad track record uh, when it comes to that. Let's just hope that there's no lawsuit that we have to hear from how U.S. soccer feels about minorities in any way, shape, or form. No, man. I, I like I I'm joking around, but the the, the main thing is like for for all these uh, you know w- yeah within soccer outside of soccer like just say you were wrong. Yeah, it's fine to be to show support and solidarity. But just, but it's much more important to just be like, "Our bad, we s- didn't do the right thing." And right. that I think people would take that uh, much more seriously, and and to to have a level of of uh, just understanding and self awareness mm-hmm. uh, to be able to say that. So that's it. Also- that's the. When, how easy is it? You could blame it on somebody else. Be like, <laughs> Wait, yo, what? it was that dude. Remember, he's gone, though. It's so easy okay, to okay. do. It's so easy to do right now. Okay, we know the Alexa strategy. Follow the Alexa strategy, even. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what? It's that. Uh, it's know? this emoji. Okay. Yeah. It's just no, but like, honestly, I mean, you have a way of saying, like, we, you know, oh, there's all this promise about ushering in a, a new era and, and the solidarity. Prove it. You know what I mean? Make those changes. Yeah, it's, it's not that difficult, you know. Yeah, it, it is a. Uh, they, they there have been uh, like, did you see the Ben and Jerry's uh, statement? Yeah, wow. I mean, who didn't? Who who would have thought Ben and Jerry's would have come out here flaming? Oh, all, everybody. <laughs> when they when they saw how the how the the Nike SB Dunks went, they were like, <laughs> "We got to rep for our peoples." <laughs> Yo, they destroyed. They should have said dismantle white supremacy. Like they did not pull back at all. They didn't hold back at all. Yeah, they like, were we not. Don't afraid. care if cops eat ice cream. You ain't. Yeah. Don't eat my ice cream. Yeah, nah, son. This safe for you. Slap it at it. <laughs> I mean, it's what I mean, jokes aside, something like that. People are like, I don't care what brands say to some degree. It's important. You have to show the world that even the people that sort of are because there's there's difference between and this, I think, is also common in the conversation with U.S. soccer. We know some of the people that work there. They're incredible people. 
but how the organization acts is also important. So it's not just the individual people, how the organization, I'm sure some of the people that work at Ben and Jerry's are absolutely incredible people. But when a statement like that is put out, now it's also the shirt you're wearing. Now it's also the organization you work for. Now it's the place that you're working at that, that represents who you are now also represents you as a, as a member of society. And it's a beautiful thing to see. So it's great when an organization does it, but you know, obviously follow up Ben and Jerry's, they were like, no, we got this. I see some of y'all just putting up, you know, a couple hashtags and a couple emojis. A couple of black, a couple of black squares. No, nah. like, hey, Let me show you what I can do. I'm going to write inside my black square if y'all don't mind. Just let me see if this message gets across. And it's, I mean, you couldn't have asked, I couldn't have asked for an organization to do anything better. And in fact, did you see the guy who owns the franchisee who owns tons and tons and tons of uh, fast food restaurants, Popeyes and Taco Bells and Wendy's, tons of Wendy's, uh, is giving more money to the Trump campaign. So it's like at a time when these organizations that claim to be, you know, progressive are secretly not so progressive. You've yeah. got a, people like Ben and Jerry, Ben and Jerry, both of them, two, they're, they're both real as fuck. They both came out <laughs> and they were like, nah, son, bullshit back here. Let me tell you what's really happening. Yeah, man. And you made the point about like how that kind of statement uh, kind of it permeates through the culture and, and systemically, right? We, we talk Those about word for the, word what I said. The, the, systemic, <laughs> the systemic issues that we have with U.S. soccer when, when, it's, when it comes to uh, policing. We're not talking about specific individuals. No, no. You know, occasionally we are, but there, there's a bigger problem that everyone is complicit in and and it's it's look i'm not con- con- comparing police brutality to running a, a soccer right. <laughs> federation but when it comes to systemic issues the, the being aware of like the 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 you what know you microscopically need to what, did yeah, I, microscopically, what did i not do to help Exactly. And, yeah. and, and macroscopically, which is like, yo, this is rotten from inside out when I look at it from afar. So that yeah. is, is important to be aware of. And I, I'm, I'm just glad. An ice cream and endoscopically, because sometimes you got to look inside yourself. <laughs> Colonoscopic. You know what I mean? Get inside. Correct. Look through the dirt. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, because I know yeah. it, it was not easy. Maybe it wasn't easy to uh, watch or listen. Uh, uh, and and it definitely wasn't easy for us, but we tried our best uh, to bring some levity and at least a, you know point a light on exactly what's going on. It's hard for us. We don't want to just give you a break from what's happening, but hopefully we can sort of alleviate just the constant stress. And and if you're out there and if you're protesting, we thank you and please stay safe. Please. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, thank you to everybody. We, we talk, we, we love, uh, you know, all these, soccer, we see all the soccer supporters that are out protest, pro- protesting out supported. The soccer community is, uh, incredible, uh, just as much a part of, 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 of trying to instill change and things like that. And, and we best. love you and, and support you. So yes, definitely stay safe. So again, uh, thank you so much, uh, for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. Make sure you follow, uh, at soccer cooligans at Fubo sports, uh, and, and yeah, and stay safe out there. So, uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros, and together, what are we? The Cooligans. The Cooligans.